Okay, before we dive into the show, I want you to be super honest with me right now. Are you sick of the weight you're at? Are you feeling tired? Are you sick of standing in the back with pictures? You don't want to even take a picture? Are you overwhelmed? Are you feeling like you're beginning the menopause years? (laughs) These are things we need to focus on right now so we can get ahead, especially before the new year. I want to help you go on a new climb and find a new way of managing your weight and getting healthy right now. Are you willing to try something? I want to share two options with you. If you want to know what those two options are, please DM me, please message me, please email me. The women's lives that I have been changing, you guys, is immense. And I can't even tell you, they are different people. The transformations in their minds and their bodies are just incredible. And I want to share these opportunities with you so you can start taking pictures and feeling confident again. There's no reason why you have to stay in the same place. As you age, your body is evolving and you need to change things up. So I'm excited for you and I'm excited to speak to you about a few options that I have that can totally transform your mindset around food and getting healthy from the inside out. Hope to hear from you guys soon and enjoy this episode. My name is Kelly Tyen and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges and still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, happy September. I am so excited for the fall. I've been saying this for a few weeks now, but September is such a great month to just reset, refocus, reframe our thoughts and find a new climb because that's what life is all about. There's always going to be a climb that we're climbing towards, but maybe right now it's something new. So I am just encouraging you guys to stay on that climb or maybe start a new climb and get out of that comfort zone because that's what makes life more fun. And without challenge, there is no change. So I hope you guys are excited about the month as much as me. I do have a mentorship program that will be launching next week. Stay tuned for that. Six weeks to spend with me. And we're going to dive in and dig deep and we're going to just get on that climb together. So I will be posting about that soon. And I just pray that your month ahead is filled with peace and joy. And again, a renewed mind to just achieve those goals, whether it's weight loss, your health, whatever it is, I'm just praying for you. And I, you know, I say especially in your health and well-being because that's the most important. Without our health, we have nothing. So I always say if you're not moving forward, then you're moving backwards. And I know that's tough to hear sometimes, but you got to just think of new ways to just get yourself staying on that climb. And if you need help, you know you can DM me anytime. Well, I am so 
happy you tuned in today because I have a special guest for you that's going to awaken your spirit and maybe open up your mind to some healing, maybe some past traumas you might have had or something you've been through. We're going to dive into some of that today. So get ready. So I want you to meet my new friend, Amy Van Slambrook. I'm so happy to have her and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Let me just put on my, you can't see me right now, but I got to put my glasses on because I'm going to read a little bit about her. So Amy has over 20 years of professional experience in healthcare administration and finance, genetic and psychological research, domestic violence, and entrepreneurship. Amy brings vast experience to her work in post-traumatic growth and overall wellness in mind, body, and spirit. She uses her personal journey of healing lifelong traumas to help others do the same. As a licensed psychotherapist, certified life coach, experienced consultant, and published author, she specializes in trauma and relationships, helping countless women and couples to heal their trauma and to find the gifts it gave them, and then go on to have lives and relationships of purpose and passion so they, that they've never imagined possible. I'm so excited to have you here today. So welcome, Amy. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm so excited about our conversation and just that God brought us together and we've developed this friendship. So thank you for having me. Me too. I always say I love that part about social media. I complain a lot about social media, especially <laughs> to my family and kids, but when it comes to this in what our new friendship and relationship. It's just amazing that we have this now and we can see each other on Zoom and, you know, form a relationship through DMs even. I mean, it's, it's, I, it's crazy. I love it. I love it. I thought this is why God gave us social media. It was his design and all of the other stuff we can just leave by the wayside, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, before we jump in, to hear about you and what you're up to. I want to, I always ask my um, guests a few fun questions to start. So I are you ready? It. Okay. Yes. They're real quick ones. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Me too. TV or books? Oh, books. I prefer books too. I don't really like TV at all, to be honest. I, I don't either. I'm uh, addicted to personal development. Me so. too. I love it. Amen to that. So what is your AM? Do you have a morning routine? I do. I, um, I get up and I spend literally an hour to an hour and a half um, in prayer, devotions, spending time with the Lord, kind of setting up my day and um, really listen to a lot of motivational things like addicted to the climb and other things that are going to set my mindset right. I listen to Soak, which is a really cool brain frequency app um, that I'm involved with and that I discovered. And then I work out every single day um, for some, you know, rest days, 20 minutes. Otherwise, it's um, 45 minutes to an hour. Great. Wow. That's a great, that's a strong morning routine, like real strong. I mean, I'm not even there at your level, but I do believe in having a morning routine so much because it's, it, it really changes the way you can start your day. You can start your day in two ways, in a positive place 
or pretty much let the world seep in and it's going to take you places that you probably don't want to be. So I love that you start with prayer. I mean, that's how I stay grounded and no matter what happens in my day, it just gives me the peace I need. So I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I want one more question. What is your favorite meal? Sashimi. Oh. I am a hardcore sashimi lover. And so, yes. I yes. love it. I love it. Wow. That's my daughter. She would eat that all day, every day. <laughs> Not me. Well, okay. Thank you for sharing those fun answers too. So I want to talk about you and how you've been so dedicated to helping people elevate in their lives. Mm -hmm. And it is similar to, you know, what I do. I think that's why we connected too, because I'm, you know, helping people stay on the climb through their setbacks, through their traumas, through their struggles. And I want to ask you, what drew you to this? I want to dive into the story of how you got to where you are today. And I know you've been through a lot in your life, but I want to hear who you used to be before you even created the business you're in now. How did that all evolve? Hmm. Well, um, God actually gave me a vision when I was nine that I would really impact women and speak on large stages, which is a passion and, and where I feel called. I had no idea what that looked like, Kelly, and I didn't know the road that God was going to take me on to get there. Um, I was a high achiever in high school, you know, cheerleader, valedictorian, all of those things. But I also started to get involved with um, men who were less than um, who I should have been involved with. And I also started to battle uh, an eating disorder. And so at the age of, um, let's see, 28, I, um, I almost died from an eating disorder. And at 530 in the morning, one morning when I was about to run, I got on the scale and I weighed what I did when I was nine and was weeks away from dying. And God really in that moment um, lifted me up and I was running from him as far as I could, as hard as I could in all the ways that I could um, after I had been through a divorce at the age of 23. And so um, I was in a very different place, in a very angry place and really hurting, even though it looked like I had it all together on the outside. And obviously my body was deteriorated. And at that moment, Kelly, I just knew in my heart that I wanted to help other women, even though I was barely alive. Um, and wow. in the process of doing that, I met a therapist who first introduced me to the term trauma and feeling that being relevant in my life. And what she helped me uncover was traumas that had started at the age of five outside of my home um, in sexual abuse um, and various traumas, um, including rape in high school. And I'm very transparent about it because we aren't very open about these things, especially as women and Christian women. And yet, so many of us have dealt with them. And what she showed me was trauma was the thing that was causing all of these blind spots and all of these patterns in my life that didn't match up with who I knew God created me to be. And they had held me back 
<clears throat> from the life that I, I knew was intended for me and what I wanted, even though I was always ambitious, I was always climbing. I grew up in a family where my parents said, everything has a purpose. That's why you're going through it. So that was just like ingrained in me. And, and so I was always focused on the vision and how, how is this going to be used? And so when I started my own recovery, it was just innate in me that I was going to use this to help other women. And now I help couples as well. And so I went through 10 plus years of intensive therapy and I was still working in a corporate job. I worked my corporate job for 18 years and I was in this small cubicle knowing inside of me that even though I became an executive there, that there was so much more that God had created me for. And this large platform, that stage that I saw when I was nine years old, never left my mind. And I knew even at five that I was going to be in a big space in life. Um, And so that kept me going. And as I was healing, I also could expand and I could even think about, oh my gosh, you mean those dreams are possible? That version of me is actually a possibility. And so as I've gotten older, I've felt younger and more connected to that version of myself. And I've gotten to walk with hundreds of women and speak to to hundreds of thousands of women and people about how trauma is really often the very blind spot that keeps us from the life we want. Mm, Wow, Amy, what a story. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And you're right when you say a lot of women in, they don't speak about that. They don't. Mm -hmm. I think we try to avoid the hard things, you know, we're just, it's human nature, right? We try to bury things and not talk about it. And like you said, put the facade on that things are okay. And, but I know, were you always faithful? Did you always have that strong relationship with God? Because for me, and this is my podcast and people that follow me know I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. So I can say whatever I want. (laughs) And Jesus has changed my own life in more ways than I can even count. Without him, I don't know where I would be. So for you, as you were journeying in these dark moments through these traumatic times of your life, did you have God as was, did you have, you said at one point you ran away from him, but was he still in the back of your mind? Did your faith bring you through? Like, how did you, what did you lean on when you were really struggling? Well, and I appreciate you asking because I'm transparent about that too. I really had a strong relationship with the Lord since I was a child. But then at the time of my divorce, my whole identity got shaken up, Kelly. And so for 10 years, I explored Buddhism and Taoism and just, you know, I knew that I believed in a higher power and I always believed in God. It was just how that relationship played out. And I was running from all of the foundational things that I had grown up knowing And so I say, you know, God was never far from me. I just thought I was far from God. He will never walk away from us. But I certainly, I literally, Kelly, I mean, I'm just going to be totally real here. I was smoking a pack and a half of cigarettes a day, living on Diet Coke and 
you know, I still, I, I was still true to my character, but I was just exploring all kinds of things. So it's allowed me to speak to people in very different circumstances, you know, and people would get woken up in the night thousands of miles away and pray for me at the moments when I was nearest to death. And when I found that out afterwards, I just, it would just still brings tears to my eyes because God never abandoned me as hard as I tried to abandon him. Mm -hmm. And so my therapist actually helped me to come back to the Lord and really showed me, you know, God doesn't want to punish you. Doesn't want these things to keep happening to you. That isn't him Mm -hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so now my faith is like stronger than ever. And, and it's because he and I have been through so much. Oh, my gosh. I love that you said that. I love that you said he and I. It's like it, it, you want to spread that to everyone in yes. anyone because we're all alone. When we lay our heads down at night, we're going to sleep in our own thoughts, our own mind. Yes, we could be married and have children and people around us, but we are in our own heads. And I know it's hard sometimes. And I feel without God, I just don't know how people do it because you said you both have been on the journey together. And Mm -hmm. I can relate to you in a lot of things that you have just said because I tried to push him away in my early 20s and do my own thing. And I knew he was always there, but I'm like, I can handle this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. And I did a lot of things that God wouldn't want me to do. But Mm -hmm. again, I can relate now to people that way. I've been there. I've walked in their shoes and I know what it's like to be without God. And I know what my life is like with him by my side. And let me just tell you all right now, having him by your side in an open communication, like he's your best friend, can change everything for you. Everything. And I I just can't stress that enough. And Amy, I also, you wrote a blog about the power of self-talk. And I talk Mm. about that a lot. I actually have a podcast. I don't know what number it was. Um, It was maybe like, four months ago, but a hashtag that I started called revenge mind, because our thoughts, we have to take our thoughts and take revenge on them. Just like we would take revenge on somebody that did us wrong. We, you know, those thoughts come in and they destroy us. And I want you to just talk about that blog that you wrote, the power of self-talk, because I think it starts with that as well. Yes, a hundred percent. I love that hashtag. By the way, I'm going to start using that because you developed that, Kelly, not out of ease. When I listened to your story and how you got through the death of your mom and cancer and everything that you've been through, we often think, and this was part of my blog, that it's going to be easier than it really is. You know, that people who have positive self-talk, that it isn't taking intention every day and pushing through what comes most easily to our mind. Cause I'm sure, you know, I will get through this may not necessarily have been the first thing on your mind when you were grieving, you know? And so I talk about self-talk and that we have to, I've, I've written a couple of blogs. If I'm thinking of the right ones, we have to doubt um, often what we say to ourselves and replace that with 
God's truth about who we are. Mm -hmm. And I have a, you know, I'm a huge post-it note therapy fan is what I call it because I have this, you know, God's words about me over my own um, that I have to accept that. And that what we say to ourselves literally drives neural pathways in our brain. They form these tracks. And when we've had trauma, often that's a really negative voice. It's one that says that we're limited or that we, we can't trust ourselves, that we can't overcome this, that what they said, whomever they are, is the truth. And that we don't deserve the life that we really want to have, um, that we won't heal. And it can run in the back of our minds. And so the first thing that I have women do, and couples for that matter, is listen to their self-talk. Because usually that's going to, to lay the groundwork for what's going on in our spirits. You know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And that wasn't a nice quote that was written in the Bible. Um, and our words have power and they create and they destroy. And so when I ask people to listen to that, that starts to reveal the state of their pain and the state of their heart. And when we can take hold of that and pause and really start to think about what we're thinking about, we can then start replacing it with the truth. And often I ask people to really think about how would you talk to your child? Mm -hmm. How would you talk to, if you don't have a child, how would you talk to that child that you love? Would you look at them and say, you stupid idiot, how could you think of doing that? Listen, I easily have said that to myself a thousand times. I would never look at a child, no, no human and say that. And when we start to administer that, that's what the word inner child healing is all about. It's about administering the same love and the same inspiration and the same encouragement and the same healing that we would to that little child inside of us. And so I have a picture of me at two years old on my phone. Have been, It's been there for 20 years me and my little white fur coat. <laughs> and that reminds me the words that I speak to myself and the way that I treat myself ought to be the way that I treat her. I have chills. I love that idea. I never thought of that. That is so beautiful. And I think if more of us just remind ourselves to speak to that little child that we once were, or like you said, if a child, your own child, your sister, your mother, I mean, it, isn't it just unbelievable? It's such an easy concept, but none of us seem, we have a hard time doing that. We are the first ones to tear ourselves down, you know, above and beyond everyone else around us even. And we have to live with ourselves. So I love that you said that. That is a great tip right there to find even an old picture of yourself when you were adorable, happy, you know, and just remind yourself to speak to that little child. You know, I love that, Amy. I do because mindset is everything. And you also shared a post that I, I think I wrote this down, right? 
no matter what happens, turn it into an opportunity. True resilience is finding the courage to move forward in choosing to live a life filled with laughter and love, even when things don't go as planned. And, and I, you might've reposted from someone, but I just love mm -hmm. this because I'm always working on it myself. We said in the beginning, we both love self-development. We're always trying to better ourselves, right? And it all starts in our own heads. And I think we just, I love how we all have an opportunity every day to shift our own perspective, right? And I love yeah. that, that you posted that. And you also posted, I want to read this because I want you guys to think and listen to these small little statements that she wrote or she reposted, but I love them. It says, elevator broken, good. The stairs are good exercise anyways. No internet? Well then great, read a book. Nothing in your fridge? Try fasting. I, it's good for your body, right? You can change things. Like maybe you broke up with a boyfriend. It's time to stop maybe improving yourself. There's just so many times where we get stuck and we don't move forward. So tell us how you dig deep with people or maybe give a few more strategies that people can do that are stuck and they have an empty fridge and they stand there and they don't know what to do. They're not changing their perspective. What do you, how do you guide them to start taking those steps? Right, exactly. Well, it's a, it's a process that requires us to um, be brave and try something new. So I want to say that first and foremost, that I want you to try to open your minds. And I'm just going to talk to you, um, you who are listening right now, wherever you're standing or driving or running or walking, I want you to just open your mind and your heart. Because what we often expect to be the cycle breaker, that's what I call it, the cycle breaker, we don't expect there to be a whole lot of doubt or challenge or resistance. And yet I've never had a path that's gotten me out of a stuck place that didn't involve resistance from inside of me. So the resistance is a sign that the breakthrough is on the other side. And I know, Kelly, you know that. And so I want you to tune into your body. And I want you to just scan your body in that moment. You're standing in front of the fridge maybe and trying to decide or really just feeling discouraged, um, whatever goal you're aiming towards, whatever mountain you're climbing. And I want you to tune into any areas of stress or discomfort or pain in your body. And I want you to think about what color it looks like. I want you to think about what it really feels like. And then I want you to give it words. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's usually things like, this is heavy. I feel so hopeless. I feel like I don't fit. I don't know what's on the other side of this. Should I really be dreaming this big? Think about whatever comes to mind and just honor that. And then I want you to answer the question, what is it needing? And usually, again, it's very simple. I need relief. I need a hug. I need someone to tell me it's going to be okay. I need the pressure off. 
Sometimes we want to move our bodies. Sometimes you want to punch air, do whatever it is that you feel like you need. And then you ask yourself, how can I get that for myself right now? And it may not be from the exact person you think you need the hug from or the words spoken by, but just do the very best you can in that moment. And then I want you to think about what color it is. And usually the color will have changed from something like black or gray to yellow or pink or even white. When we slow down and we listen to our bodies, God gives us so much wisdom there. And having battled an eating disorder, I get the struggle because whether it's eating less or eating more than what our body requires, the pain is still the same. And so there's so much that our bodies are telling us and we are so numb to it. And yet that guides us to so much of what is going on emotionally. And that's almost always connected with past wounds, past traumas. So I hope that that helps you. Wow. It was, that was amazing. Thank you. That I hope you can go back if you're driving right now or in the gym, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, go back into a quiet place and really go through the steps Amy just gave you, the questions, and take the time. And I think what I'm hearing, Amy, is number one, we have to acknowledge that something happened. You know, I think that's the first thing, right? Because I think so many people, again, try to sweep things under the rug and put the pretty face on and say, I'm fine. And they don't want to do that. They, But I think acknowledging the 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 trauma is the first step. Am I right? Absolutely. And I think it's in that sometimes we're so hesitant because it feels bottomless or it feels like if I honor this or I acknowledge it, mm -hmm. I'm going to be there forever mm -hmm. and it's going to change who I am. Quite the opposite. Mm. You A, I'm not the kind of therapist or coach who wants you to stay there. We go in, we go deep, and we get out with whatever purpose because we want you moving forward. And so it's, to me, the biggest power to move forward. Mm. Yeah, but it is. It's not fun. It is not fun work, um, but it is the best, best work if you're wanting to climb. I'll tell you that much because you're going to have so much more momentum and speed. And freedom to yes. finally breathe. I think that's what I'm yes. hearing. It's like almost like the weights lifted off your shoulders oh. and you can move forward in a different and new way than you ever have before. It's a freedom. And, and don't you want that, you guys? Don't you want to move past these old, just heavy burdens that have you've been carrying around for a long time? It's time to let them go. And I just loved everything you shared, Amy. I mean, I could talk to you for so long and dive deeper into so many questions. And I know we don't have that much more time, um, but I love it. I, and if, 
if anybody wants to reach out to you, let me just ask you now, where can they reach out to or DM message you? Where's best? Oh, and the feeling is very mutual, by the way. I love this. Um, really, I'm on Instagram. That's my happy place. So you can DM me there. And if you want to relay something to me more confidentially, go to my website and there's a place where you can just fill out a message. It goes right to me. I'm the one who answers them. Um, and that's amyvanslambrook.com. And I'm on Instagram, Amy Van Slambrook. I'm the only one <laughs> with that kind of a last name. I love it. Perfect. Perfect. So take advantage, you guys, if you need to shoot her a message and connect. That's what it's all about, too, is connecting. Don't, don't stay by yourself. I always say all the time, no one succeeds alone. I've tried it, believe me, so many times. I've tried to do everything on my own. It's so much better when you have someone to hold that hand with. And it's just so much more comforting to know that you're not alone. Don't try to do things alone. It's a very lonely place. So thank you, Amy, that they can reach out to you. I appreciate that. So I want to ask you just before we close, tell us what you're up to right now. What are you working on in your business? What's new and good? I love it. Um, Cause I'm like you, I, I don't think I will ever stop climbing. I am loving my new um, group coaching program for women called Elevate. And it really is about helping you step into that freedom and to that bigger version of yourself um, by really understanding all of the patterns and blind spots that have been holding you back and helping you through those. And so it's an incredible group of women um, and I have guest speakers and it just really guides you through and we don't leave any stone unturned. Um, and I'm really, I, in the immediate future, I'm about to go on kind of a retreat slash mini sabbatical where God I know is going to give me a whole new fresh vision for exciting things to come. And so I am personally really, really excited about that. So um, would love to share about either of those things, especially elevate with anybody who feels just pulled or interested in finding out more. Wow, that sounds incredible. Your retreat sounds incredible. Wow. I think sometimes that's what we need to do. If we don't, if we're running around with our heads cut off and we're we don't know what to do next, you gotta get quiet and and stop what you're doing and get quiet, get with God. He will reveal to you what is next. You have a purpose and you were born on purpose. So just know I love what you're doing, Amy. And I try to just get grounded myself sometimes. And I unplug that phone so I can pray, so I can get direction. Because again, I, I doing things on my own and I do it all different ways, sometimes they don't work. And when I get grounded with God, things are just more clear and I can follow his path. And that's what I want to do. And I know that's what you want to do. So I love it. You'll have to let us know how that goes. I will. I will. Yeah, I haven't, exciting. I don't know how much I'll be sharing on social as it's happening, but I definitely will um, be sharing that just because it's such a, it's taken me a long time. Got us to kind of hit me with the two by four <laughs> lovingly to get me to take time off like this. So um, anyway, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's great. Well, God bless you in that journey. 
Well, I want to just thank you so much for being here. Everything that you shared with us. I'm truly so excited for our new friendship that's forming and to get to know you better. And um, my last question I always ask everyone, which you might have already touched upon, but what are you climbing towards next? Even in your own personal life, it could be in your career or your personal life. Right. Well, in addition to those other things, I think it's really expanding into this big vision that he's given me, which was to reach 500,000 people this year, which he allowed me to do, but also expanding that um, even further in 2022. And as part of that, just um, taking my health relevant to everything you talk about to the best place it's ever been um, because I turn 50 next year, but I'm determined to be in the best shape ever and the best health ever um, as I get older. Oh, great goal. I love it because we're just getting better. Ladies, anybody over 45, even over 40, it can just start. Don't give up. Turning 50, I mean, come on. It's all just starting. You can transform your mind and your body. I truly believe that. I do. 100%. So, oh, that's exciting. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much. Is there any last any last tidbits or advice you want to give my listeners right now? I think, um, first of all, thank you, Kelly. I'm so excited for our friendship and um, just want to reiterate, you do not have to do this alone. No part of life feeling stuck now has to be permanent. It just can take one reach out and it all starts to change. So if you feel a little twinge, just reach out because it's, it's all there waiting for you. Exactly. Perfectly said. Well, you guys, I hope you really loved this episode today. If you did, we would both appreciate screenshotting it, tagging us both on social, because you never know who needs to hear this exact message today. It might not be you, but it could be somebody else and maybe their life could be changed in a moment. So thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you all have a great week ahead. And until next week, keep on climbing. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.